One, two, three, four. Sugar, 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 school, sugar, school, sugar, school, sugar, school, school, what waits for us in nature's no man's land. Those hands and those eyes. You've got to do something about it. You've got Baffling questions. Astounding questions. Earthly or unearthly? Is it human or inhuman? They're different. You little freak, don't you have a circus to join? A little creepy. Do you like my new princess outfit? And get no respect. But all that is about to change. Search school's open, hairdo. It's very humid in Costa Rica, so you are going to have to change your underpants at least twice a day. Learn from a former world champion. You may see a wave out there, but real surfers, they see an A-frame, a steakhouse, a monkey tail, a Chinese roasted baby koala, an onion bun covered with garlic butter. Experience four-star accommodations, world-renowned service, and great food. Why does an old ripster whip you up some mahi mahi? You guys want to eat? I'll make some nice hand-shaped mahi mahi. Mahi mahi? Party with the hottest girls. Could you boys spray us? Sp spray you? Yeah, I feel so hot. And ride the biggest waves. You see all the honeys over at Surfer's Paradise? Well, you're not riding any of them honeys. So you ride this honey right here. When passion uh. gets this hot. <laughs> Spank it. And competition this fierce. Ah! Ah! It'll take a little bit of skill. Okay, let's go, guys! And a whole lot of luck to win the championship. I think we got a real Cinderella story happening here. Corey Sevier, Laura Bell Bundy, Cisco, Ryan Carnes, and Harlan Williams as Riff. You ever play Snap the Sponge Cake? Surf School. Waves are like women. They got lots of curves. They're slippery when they're wet. And if you don't ride them the right way, they're gonna pound you, man. Look for it on DVD. We go bikini shopping now. Want to come? Hello and welcome <laughs> to another episode of It Came From The Bottom. Brought to you by Head Games Entertainment, your ultimate source for digital series, podcasts, and more. As usual, I am Jack. The podcast is over. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> <We're done. laughs> I'm Zip. I'm Adina. Yeah, we, we, <laughs> it's funny you mention that. Like, I, I feel like this movie like broke us in a lot of ways to kind of spoil the yeah. spoil it early. Because holy shit, yeah, we watched a movie called Surf School this time, and um, yes, from the year 2006, and every bit. A uh, failed 2006 comedy, as you might expect, and then some. And and if you weren't aware of the title going in, <laughs> that little ditty that Jack just sang <laughs> reminds you that it's called Surf School at least a thousand times throughout this movie. Surf School, Surf School! That is the theme song, and it plays constantly. We just need to have like a man in the background screaming, it came from the bottom like every couple of seconds in this episode to make it like <laughs> <laughs> 
There's an edit yep. I'm not doing. It's like Arkansas. Nope. <laughs> Arkansas. <laughs> it is. Yep. So, um, yeah, there were some feelings. And mm-hmm. uh, come on, Adina. Come on. I, I didn't know it was going to be bad. <laughs> the hell you didn't. Dude. She's been staring daggers at the beast. Oh since we my god! This. Seriously, look, we've watched some shitty movies. Let's yes. let's be clear. That's and I haven't point. I haven't had a whole lot of rage since date movie, but I had a couple of rage moments with this one. A couple, just a couple. Well, you know what? Look, uh, well, this, yeah. this was kind Ooh, yeah. of a, this I can was understand a mixed that. bag. So, um, and we'll get into it. But yeah, it. Oh my god, this movie. Really Didn't you say like uh, I think like fourteen minutes in and you were fourteen and a half minutes in done? I was done. I was like, "Fuck you!" I was like, "Fuck this movie." Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I wrote to Jack, "I hate you." <laughs> <laughs> Not just once either. I know. Nope. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, this, like I said, this movie came out in '06. Well, speaking of Adina, where were you the first time you watched Surf School? <laughs> Jack, it was just a few nights ago, and I was on my couch, because you know I've never seen this movie before! <laughs> 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 God damn it. <laughs> Zip, same for you? Uh, yeah, yeah, I had, uh, I, I don't think I'd even ever heard of it, honestly. It was the summer of 1947. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, you know, I, I had never heard this movie before. It, it's clearly like uh, like cashing on the whole American Pie thing, especially back in the mid-2000s when it was around that time where you were seeing especially the American Pie line and National Lampoon coming out with those straight-to-DVDs, like yeah. sex-driven comedies, you know, The Naked Mile, uh, Van Wilder 2, like bullshit like that right. where, you know, this movie's trying to cash in on that. To well, its credit, to some degree, it has a lot of the same check marks. There's like a lot yeah. of – it's not like a – a bad version of those because those movies aren't great to begin with. Like you have the same staples, the same narrative beats. Right. But what astounds me is, is that this isn't even in the same vein as those straight to DVD teen sex romps uh, of, you know, of the early two thousands. This feels more in the vein of a teen sex comedy from mid eighties. It's trying to be, Fast Times at Ridgemont High, almost right. kind of, yes. you know, or sex like of comedy nerds. kind of thing. Yeah, Revenge yeah. of the Nerds. Yeah, those seem to be more of the inspiration, and not just because it's more on the surfer side. It, it, it just the the setup, the comic beats, quote unquote. I'm air quoting so hard. Seem to be more in line with those kind, especially like in terms of like the PC culture or lack thereof with the film. Extreme lack of. Yeah, fuck. <laughs> Although there were people of color in it. Yeah, that that. So well, I had to give it that. I mean, as as inappropriate and offensive as it sometimes was, there were people of color in this movie. So I mean, I got to give him that. I was talking to my roommate about this earlier too, and uh, yeah, I, that is a plus. But at the same time, I feel like the movie. Well, we'll get into it, I guess, w- more as we go, but I think the movie kind of, a lot of its negatives derive from joking about their race. It's, it's hard to describe, but we'll get into it. Yeah. Um, Zip, do you have the IMDb description for this one? Uh, I do. Uh, there are two descriptions, and one is by Anonymous, and that's the one I'm going to read, because the other one actually has a name on it, but I'm sure if I actually looked at the credits, this guy has to be part of the production team, because he even at one point says we in the description like we made it up and i'm like okay no i'm not gonna give them 
<laughs> anymore. But this one is not much better. Um, so it says, a ragtag bunch of seniors complete outsiders at their surf-crazed Laguna Beach High School decide to crash the biggest team surf contest. In order to prevail, however, they must do one important thing. Learn to surf. We're taking your classic Cinderella story. See, we again. We're taking your classic Cinderella story into the world of surfing, complete with hijinks and the aesthetic beauty of surf mecca, Costa Rica. I guess. I mean. I mean, that's that's basically the plot. I was say. I mean, it's not to imply that this movie is complicated enough to be difficult to describe pretty concisely. No. Right. Yeah, the the devil is in the details. Right. <laughs> oh, and then some. <laughs> Here we go. Well, uh, cold open uh, on a guy practicing lacrosse and then the theme song. We'll get to that. But, yeah. I mean, we, we kind of do the establishment bullshit first. And, and w- my initially out the gate, I was like, these are some strange opening credit titles, like these production companies. Mm-hmm. Righteous Dudes. Mm-hmm. Thongs are us. In association with Thongs Are Us, previously known as... Pipeline in your pants. And I've never seen a film that said like what their previous title was. And I, I think a they production were company's previous title. Exactly. Right. Which is the, the joke. The fuck? Did, like, did they put that in there because they think it'd be funny? To be like, hey, it's a funny name. What? Yeah. Uh, are there some classic Hollywood cinema titles well, from this production company that I need to know about? No, bro. It's like a pun, so let, let's just laugh at it and then pick each other's butts. Yeah. Right? Well, and that is, was mm. Thongs Are Us Entertainment... In honor of Cisco, because he's in the movie and he's the thong song guy. Right. So, I to me, I thought it was all made up. Maybe, maybe he did put some money in this. If he did, I didn't see anything about it in the trivia. So yeah, uh, um, while you have like these title cards, you're intercutting with this guy playing lacrosse, and it's obviously a stunt double because the actor they got to do that obviously doesn't have the lacrosse skills. They hired him for different reasons. Did and and let's be clear, it's not like a lacrosse team practice. It is just a guy a standing guy. in front of a net, yes, flipping the ball around in the stick and then throwing it into the net. Which is important to know about the lack of the amount of people yes. that occur in this film. That's true. Okay, so this is important to note that it wasn't a team, it was just a guy. Yeah. Okay, because this is going to come up later. This movie is full of a lot of pretty people, and I hope you think they're pretty because you only get about 16 of them to look at. Well, right. And but I I just had one question when the credits were going did it not look like a TV show oh it did for sure okay so I that's what it, it felt like an eighties TV show to me and that's what it looked like exactly well a lot of it's because of the coloring of the font too it's right. very like Saved by the Bell ish yes. reminded me yeah yeah it's d- definitely a stunt double because he has this t- uh, toboggan on like he takes it off and you can actually see that it's our lead actor played by Corey Sevier he and his mom live in Maryland and it cuts to the scene of her talking to him on the couch. And about how he's going to be going off to live in Laguna Beach to finish his last six months of high school. She never says why. No, no. and he's clearly bummed about it. Like, he's not happy about having to go, especially leaving his friends, leaving his lacrosse stuff. Like, the season was over, of course, but there's no reason why they say he has to go. It wasn't clear if she was moving them there or if it was just him. after this scene, we never see see her her again. again. Exactly. No, she's just gone. I don't know. Who knows? Uh, Also... Was there like a weird sexual tension between those two, or was it? Yes, just me? thank you. 
I picked up on that as well. Mm-hmm. Arguably, like it was more not like a motherly touch. No, it was. It was weird. Weird. But she was also. I mean, not to knock I guess, but like she was also very, very young. Like I, I, I didn't look up her the actual actress's age, but I'm willing yeah. to bet there's like uh, maybe 18 years difference yeah, tops. Maybe. But maybe not that matters. Not yeah. that's not possible. It was weird. And then it cuts to our actual theme song, Surf School, <laughs> cleverly titled. Oh my God! How would you describe the surf school song? Well, it's basically exactly how you're saying it, and th- the sound design of this whole movie is totally fucked. It's very strange. It, it's almost cartoonish, mm-hmm. like all the music, all the sound effects. There's all sorts, especially in the beginning. I mean, it is ridiculous yeah. and distracting. But it, it's basically exactly how you're saying it. Well, I mean, because yeah, it, it just repeats surf school over and over again, over and over again. <laughs> and That's like all it is. Sometimes even it's on beat, but it's sometimes like it a, just it's yeah, it's a it's a surfer rock tune. So think along the lines of um, contemporary Beach Boys, exactly. Um, yeah, it's like but if the guys from Wayne's World were singing. Oh, but if they were yeah. singing it, exactly. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> but again, like it, surf school, surf school, surf school, it, like people who do not sing. And just, just shouting surf school and over and over again. It just gets off beat because, like, for a while, there's like surf school, surf school, surf, but then you just surf at school, surf school, surf, 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 surf school. <laughs> yeah. And then, so there are lyrics. It's not just them repeating surf school, even though it sounds like the majority of the song is just those two words. But anytime you hear it for the rest of the movie, that's all it is. Yes. It's just surf school, surf school, surf school. But and what, they use that to transition between scenes. What, what baked my noodle, though, with. <laughs> yeah, it's like I'm listening back on it. Like, like it. there's one line that I kept going back and I couldn't understand what it said. It sounded like he was saying, "Shooting a girl." What? Do you know what I'm talking? Actually, you know, hold on, let me maybe it's shooting a curl. It's probably is that shooting a, a curl. Is that, is that a shooting a curl? Well, is that a term? Is that a surf term? Is that a surf term? Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I guess that makes sense. Yeah. Okay, well, shit. I, I know nothing about surfing. <laughs> I was going to yeah. say. It's shooting a curl. I, I don't want to suggest this movie has an <laughs> unprecedented <laughs> hatred towards women or anything like that. But what? No, it has an outstanding love for women. Okay, okay. For the, the female form. Yes. We have this montage in the opening. That's horribly edited. Because oh my it, God. it's Jordan walking around Laguna Beach. He's just there already. And <laughs> he just appears in Laguna Beach. Right. And all the footage seems to be stuff they just shot. They didn't like have like a place to put like cohesively into the story. And so they just showed it. So it's not even like all of stuff that's Jordan's perspective. It's just like you'll see some like guys go to a surf shop and like look at some girls trying out bikinis. Mm-hmm. Or there's like a shot again, Jordan walking on the beach and seeing some girls who just scoff at him for no reason. And then he like sits on his car in his garage, and then it cuts back to the beach. It's a horrible montage. Yeah, it really is. Most of them were. But then our plot starts. It, it starts with like him practicing lacrosse in like I guess the parking lot of his school again by himself. His mom even says they have apparently a small lacrosse team there, but you don't see him interacting with anybody Never. at the school. No. A- and he's approached by like these three bullies, I guess if you can call them that. That they corner Jordan while he's playing with his lacrosse stick and. And they bully him even though he's tall, handsome, and in incredibly good shape. Oh, yeah. It, it's like the whole Andrew Garfield thing in Spider-Man. It's like you're trying to make this guy look like a nerd, but you don't buy it because he's way too pretty. He's crazy fit. Right. Yeah. Like he looks like an athlete. Yeah. And these three guys are supposed to be like the best surfers at the school. Right. Yeah. And he stands like at least a foot over them. Right. They look scrawny and not athletic at all yeah and and, the one's and then the one that's always wasted uh, roach, uh, roach yeah clever naming mm-hmm. convention there yeah um, he was our jeff spicoli type well but it went a I'll little t- too t- far like it at one point i thought right 
there might be something wrong with this guy. <laughs> like he might be clinically brain dead. Right. That's yeah. An outfielder yeah. Ed syndrome sort of thing. It's like why is he there? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. 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 Right. And then this is when I started to notice that they didn't have a lot of extras because almost no one goes to this high school. <laughs> no, if they're if they're in the parking lot of this school, it is vacated. Yeah, there's there nobody. There is absolutely no one else in this building, around the building, on the street, nowhere. These boys are the only three surfers that actually go to this high school because they talk about this big class trip coming up to Costa Rica, which there's a whole lot of weird shit going on with that. It's like And it's mm-hmm. invite only? Exactly. They never explore that. They never answer that. It's like, is that no. a social invite or is that an actual curriculum invitation? Right. Right. To which case, like, what kind of bullshit is that? Hey, mm-hmm. do you surf? Are you good at surfing? You can come on the class trip. I mean, that would make sense if you needed to qualify to go to Costa Rica for the surf championship. But this is a senior trip, and it made it sound like Tyler and his bully friends were the ones who were doing the inviting. Yeah, and and instead of actually elaborating on any of that or explaining anything, instead, this is primarily a three-minute scene of dialogue where they just continually refer to sticks. Right. <laughs> as a replacement for the word penis. Yeah. Right. Because they're making fun of him for playing with his lacrosse stick, but they just keep saying, playing with your stick in public. And then Roach is carrying his surfboard, which they also refer to as a stick. Yeah. And that he enjoys taking his stick out in public. And that's all it is. Right. They just focus on trying to make as many dick jokes, dick jokes as possible Using the word stick. And the nicknames are Instead of actually too. explaining the plot of the goddamn movie. <laughs> exactly. At this point, I'm like, please, just exposit. Just shut up and exposit. They also give them like just like really lame nicknames, too. Like, hey, girl, or hey, Mary, or hey, Barney, hey, Fred. Right. It's like, look, right. like, come on. And we, let's talk about Roach really quickly, because, yeah, he's the third bully, and he's the only one that actually has a personality, which I guess I'll give him points for that, because... Like, his stigma is that he's just always, like, burned out and, like, stoned or something. And I hated, I hated that trippy music they played with him every time he talked. It was just, when I was listening to this with headphones on, so it hurt my ears. It's, like, Mm -hmm. this high-pitched, like, warbly, whiny little, again, like, he's tripping out, man. And, you know, you're supposed to feel like you're in his head because we're playing the theme song for him. It's it's just. It's terrible. I could make a better theme for him in, like, GarageBand within, like, 20 minutes than what they gave us. Mm-hmm. But that's the thing. Like, they didn't even need it. No, they there didn't. There were so many times where they had so some we get sound it. He's design. high. Yeah, right. That's why I say, like, Bully is, is questionable because he doesn't actually do anything antagonistic towards anybody. He's just with Tyler, but we don't know why Tyler, like, accepts him because he's always he always seems like he's burned out, an idiot, clueless, and... Mm-hmm. And, and speaking of people that get invited without explanation, I guess this girl is Tyler's sister. This this one girl that hits on Jordan that, that she meets. You know the one I'm talking about? Yes. It's like, his stick's mine. Or whatever Megan it was. is her name. Yeah. But is she Tyler's sister? Girlfriend? I think they... I think because it's I mentioned more dating. than once. Mm. Yeah. I no, sister is specifically mentioned... A couple of times, because oh. they say, because I think Taz refers to her as his sister okay. yeah. at the end of the movie. I th- that's what I thought, too. Yeah. yeah. She doesn't surf. No. no. So why was she Why is she even there? Well, but then there's also Doris. Yes. Well, we'll, we'll get to Doris. I mean, she's part of the outsider group. But well, but uh, that's but what I'm saying. It's like, you know, there were, even though there were extra people who weren't surfers, it's still, again, we had so few, like, it's a senior class trip, right? Right. So there should have been hundreds 
of kids on this trip, especially since it's the high school surf championship. But right. Yeah. It's like they're like three kids shy of being like a homeschool. Technically, (laughs) it's it's ridiculous. (laughs) But Uh, yeah, I I don't know why she was there. She kind of flirts with Jordan a little bit. I I say kind of because she doesn't actually talk to him directly. She just like comments with a girl next to her. Right. Early on, she says he's mine. Yeah. And then. Yeah. But again, it's like right in front of him. Like without it's like, hey, Adina, that big, sexy piece of man meat zip over there. Yeah. I'm going to jump his bones later. Okay. Yeah, but it's like again, like it's that, that's it. So that's kind of fun. They just <laughs> so I guess we should. Yeah, like, it is. We should meet our outcasts because Jordan then runs into Taz. Let's talk about him. So his thing is that he has weird hair. Is he supposed to look like Jughead? <laughs> a couple times, yeah. Well, his hair keeps changing. But for most of the film, he, he looks has the crown, just like Jughead. Yeah, yeah, he's got the crown thing going on. But like for the first. 10 minutes of the movie, he goes through like 14 different hairstyles easily. And can, can I just mention, too, that not mm-hmm. one of these actors looked young enough to be in high school? I, there was one. Except that we're maybe to. Tyler, but not one of these cats. You didn't think Larry enough. did? Larry totally did. I thought Larry pulled it off. Larry, fine. But yeah. everybody else, I was like, oh, no, no, yeah, no, I'm not no. buying this no, shit. No, Corey Sevier is like obviously like a college senior at most. And like I don't know how old he was when the film came out. But right. yeah. And yeah, so Taz is just like this horny kid. He's he's basically like the Seth Rogen role of the film, I, I guess I'd say. Like, dude, you got to get laid. Because <laughs> 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 that was one of the subplots that they wanted to get Larry laid because he was the only senior virgin. But Taz takes it as his own personal mission yeah. to make sure Larry loses his virginity. But also for him to get laid because you know, of all the stuff that he packs and all that. Uh, and so, yeah, they, they connect because he's an outcast. And then they meet Larry. Any Boy Meets World fans in the room? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's Minkus. I, I, I couldn't believe it. I haven't seen him in anything since Boy Meets World. Mm-hmm. They make fun of him. Call, they call him the Virgin Larry. The, yeah. the bullies do. Yeah. Because that's the worst thing he could possibly be. Oh, well, yeah. Minkus also mentions just offhandedly when we first meet him that he dreamed about monkeys in Costa Rica. And it's also through him that we learn about the Costa Rica trip. We meet our next, I guess, do I call him outcast? Because he's kind of a popular kid, but we don't understand what his you motivations are. Yes. Mo? Mo, played by Cisco. Yeah, I don't. He he seems pretty cool. Well, even Tyler like wants to like have him in on his group, but he doesn't surf. So, right c- because brothers don't surf. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love that line, and I loved his delivery. <laughs> but it does make the question like like why are they singling out the tall, handsome, like fit guy that plays lacrosse because he doesn't surf when they clearly like are trying to like recruit Mo into their group for reasons. I don't know. We need a token black friend. It's like what what's your what's your draw? Uh, well, and then he has his own personal geisha. Yes, he does. Which what that was, yeah. The fuck, Chica, who we've seen before in one of our movies. Yes, not the only person we've seen in one well, of yes, our movies. Yes, right. we've seen a couple, but mm-hmm. yeah, you you may remember her as Mai from Dragon Ball Evolution. She's back. Uh, and yeah, so she's a Japanese exchange <laughs> student who does not speak English very well, if at all. They say that she doesn't speak a lick of English, which is bullshit. It is. And why is her first name Chica? Chica. That, I, I never understood that. And I don't understand why she's following Cisco around. Like, I was like, are you fucking kidding me? This was my first rage moment. What do you call someone who, like, foreign exchange to, like, the person yeah. who hosts them? Their sponsor? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. th- she mentions to him, like, that they're not, like, hooking up. Like, she's been blue-balling him. So, again, like, yeah, what is what is their relationship? And she understood all the things that the host mother was asking her. So she knew She English. understands English perfectly. Yeah. 
And then we meet Doris. And Which is the Ali Sheedy. I wrote that too. Like, that's exactly what I have in my yep. notes. I mean, there was no way to not get that reference. Mm-hmm. Yep. That was very clear. Goth, black hair, mm-hmm. hoodie, the whole, the quiet. Yes. Except Ali Sheedy's arc is explained to us in that movie. Uh, oh my God. <laughs> so she just dresses in all black and she has an obvious wig on, a black wig, and she just like mopes around and like reads in the corner of the bell jar. And it's never explained why she decides to go. And then we don't even know like what attracts her to them in the first place because they're, they're like all talking. Bo, La- Bo and Larry, <laughs> uh, Bo, Larry, Taz, and Jordan are just sitting there. And she just like walks by and then sits next to them. And then like Bo's talking about how she like looks phenomenal. Well, and, and apparently that she can sing. Like she's yeah. got potential. Again, like we don't know what drives her to be like. All right, I'm gonna sit down and like be antisocial, mm-hmm. but also sit in your vicinity and keep reading my book. Right. And here's a good time to mention that Go Doris is played by Laura Bell Bundy. Yeah. So if you don't know who that is, she's a, a huge Broadway star, so she can sing a little bit. Yeah, yeah. And similar to Roach, it keeps playing this really strange scream every single time that her like character acts creepy or standoffish. It's it, it's annoying. Again, when you're wearing headphones, this isn't a great listening experience. Jordan is back home. He's just finished a nice masturbation session. He's looking through his magazine, <laughs> and he sees an ad for a surf school that just happens to be in Costa Rica. That's when the brain cells start working for him, and he proposes that they all go down there a week early prior to the competition to train at the surf school to make the bullies look bad. And the reason that he wants to do that is because he wants to put them in their place, but also get laid. It's a strange way to do that sort of thing. I feel like there's like I feel like you're making it more difficult for yourself. You think? It's like why don't you just like train at a surf school locally and then just I mean yeah it's a competition I get that but why don't you just get good at surfing now? It's like a Johnny Tsunami sort of thing where you just you and know. also it begs the question they're just randomly going to come up with the extremely large amount of money. It would take to fly to Costa Rica. Along with parents who don't ask any questions. A, a week or If they're going a week early, that means it is beyond the boundary of the school trip. Right. Yes. So they would have to pay for their own airfare, pay for where they're staying, pay for food, pay for... Get ha- excused from school for a week. Right. And there is no scene at all which involves them talking to their parents about this. Right. In fact... I mean, there is, but like it's also after they've accepted it. It's like, okay, I guess you're going, honey. Well, here's the thing. Here's this and this and this. Right. Well, but even that's only one other parent. There's there's Chica's sponsor, and then there's Larry's mom. But but Chica's mom yeah. says we're not, you're not going, and she doesn't. Yeah, and, and we have this, again, packing montage with everybody. Uh, you know, Taz is, like, putting a, b- a bunch of paraphernalia in his bag because he's a sex addict. And uh, we, ha- we meet Larry's mom, who is basically backing up why larry is the way that he is very sheltered like his mom is basically like carrie white's mother essentially basically and uh you know you were home economics teen of the year and you have straight a's and blah 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 and we would call pretty women uh the beelzebub's bitches and all that shit right it's very strange girls are the devil Also, I couldn't help but notice, like when she refers to his home economics thing, it, it cuts to a, a photo of, uh, you know, magazine, with his face framed on the wall. But when it actually does like a close up to her face, looking over to it, her sight line is in a completely different direction. 
<laughs> Even though you yeah. clearly see the photo framed in the room, so you know, great job, editor. Not the actor's well, fault. That's actually not the editor's fault either. That's the cinematographer. We also get like a bag search at the airport where Taz's weird ass family just sits there and watches them pull out all of his weird sexual stuff. Like it's not Taz's family; it's just a random. It's just a family. different family. Is it waiting yeah, to go waiting, through security? Waiting yeah. to go through customs. That has worse implications then. Yeah. Yes. Because there was that, like because they pull out a dildo that Taz has for some reason, and the girl's like, "You can borrow mine." I'm like. <laughs> yeah, it was just a rando family. They arrive in Costa Rica because they found like super cheap boarding. Okay, so this is where we see the hairstyle that Taz keeps throughout most of the film. This like hair spiked like a crown around his head. Mm-hmm. But up until now, again, we've seen probably about four different hairstyles. And he even had a different hairstyle at the airport when he was getting his bag checked in customs. So he took the time on his flight to go to the bathroom <laughs> Gel his like completely restyle his hair, even dye it a different color because it's yep. a different color as well. Yep. And now he looks like fucking Max from where the wild things are. I, I don't know why they went with this. And again, for the rest of the movie, he does not change his hair, even though he fucking surfs in the water where it would ruin whatever hairstyle he had going on for him. Yep. They arrive at the beach and they start checking out the women on the beach, who make it very clear they want to be ogled. I guess. Dude, every woman who appears in this movie, seriously, every single woman. With the exception of the wife, where they stay, poses as if she's in a fucking pageant. Yeah. Yep. Every single one. And it's right at the entrance. It's like, hey, walk in the scene, pivot, boom. Like, Yeah, it's not body. like the guys walk down the beach and then come across each one as they go. They are stationary, and the women walk into the frame, do some sort of model pose looking at them, aware while looking directly at them, and then walk off frame as the next one walks in, strikes a pose, and then walks off, and the next one, well, and Mo so on, and so on. Yeah. It is horrifying. <laughs> was that like when you were like getting pissed? Oh, God, that's when I was like, yeah. are, you, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. Are you fucking kidding me? That's not even the worst example of that either. No. That's coming up later. Have we met the... The Swedish the girls are the last three that come up, by the right, way. Right, the Swedish girls. They're, mm-hmm. they're like your American Pie movie characters that like you see on the cover of the DVD box. Like, you know, like hey, it's the unrated version. We're putting the unrated thing over their boobs. Like right. These are the characters that you see that are only hired to show off TNA. Mm-hmm. And then you know they're in and out of the film. And I, I don't understand like what who they were, what they were doing there. They didn't surf. Helga, Selga, and Belga. You remember, you're, wow, okay. Yeah, because they're staying at the same hotel. What would you call that place? A hotel, Airbnb? I don't know if it's like a resort, a hippie resort. Yeah, I don't know, but they were staying there too. It's a commune. That's so right. She specifically referred to it Thank as you. a commune. Okay. 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 So yeah. So can we talk about the owners? Well, yeah, because like they they walk down the trail and they meet the uh, one of them doing their thing. Yes. So when when you talk about object- objectifying women, so the only women that were appropriate to be looked at or ogled were. All the young, bikini-clad women. But God forbid a woman of a certain age should be bending over, showing her underwear. They thought it was the most nightmarish, horrifying thing they'd ever seen. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And this was the resort owner's... I mean, she owns the resort with her husband, played by Taylor Negron, who's no longer with us. I love that guy. And I could never figure out why he was Russian. Why what the accent? What his accent was? Yeah, it was Russian. Yeah, it was supposed to be Russian, yeah. So his I name is Boris, I guess that's... Yeah, but yeah. it didn't make any sense. Taylor Negron, if you're going to do an accent, don't do that one. Mm. Um, well, he, he won't anymore. Well, I know. <laughs> oh, sad face. But he yes. and his wife, I thought, together, they were hilarious. 
like their they relationship were, yeah. they were always all over each other which i thought was amazing and of course mm-hmm. all the young people thought was disgusting no, so it makes it a joke but, but i but not the kind that we're like appreciating but i loved it yeah. i'm like yes no i did and that's the thing it's uh, taylor negron and diane delano that's yes it. Thank you, is the woman who we've seen we've seen yeah. before sister beach <laughs> in the wicker man right who sold the mead <laughs> yes these are these are two wonderful character actors. Yeah. That's what they do in movies. And they I think they understood exactly what kind of movie they were in yeah. and they just had fun with it. Yeah. And I think that's why I enjoyed them so I much. I appreciate them so much. Is they were just like fuck it, we don't care. Yep. Let's do whatever. Yeah. yeah. I did. I appreciate them. That's why I can't fully rage hate this movie because there were mm-hmm. There were little kernels. pockets. There were little things, right. and the two of them together yeah. were really lovely. And I and and it's what I didn't like about it was just like you were saying the 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 kids' reaction to them being affectionate with each other. Yeah, or just like oh that's disgusting. I never want to have sex again. You know, kind of thing. And it's like no, this is the kind of relationship you should aspire this to. This is what you yeah. want. This is what you want in life. Yeah. Their, their dynamic is basically that they are like an old, like, hippie, like, well, not even old, they're not even that old. They're not. They're not. But, but like, it, it's presenting them like they're like, hey, this is this conventionally unattractive couple that's like, can't stop making out and when grinding on each other and like, uh, I think they keep talking about how much they can't wait to like, you know, jump the other one's bones. Mm-hmm. In concept, that's a cool thing that you could actually take something away from. But the joke is, is that like, again, because they aren't like some like twenty year old supermodel that they hired. Yeah. Right. Ooh, old people kissing. Yuck. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck but, you. But they're also super hippie types. <laughs> yes. You know, like yeah. fuck Nixon and like Wh- which doesn't make sense that they because we find out later. I mean, not to spoil anything. Oh God, no. <laughs> but uh, we find out later the only reason they're staying here and they don't come back to America is because they're still wanted for. Some sort of something, which I like that part. Some yeah. sort of illegal activity yeah. they did as activists, right. and now they're hiding in Costa Rica. Right. They can't ever go back. Uh, but they are definitely not old enough to have been around for Nixon. Yeah, no, because the implication at one point is that he actually tried to infiltrate yeah. Nixon's. Right. Like well, yeah, were you a teenager? Like yeah, what's, what's yeah. and it's like yeah, yeah. They there's no, this this was filmed in 2005 and is set in 2005, right? Uh, even though it came out the next year, um, and if you just do the math, I mean, you look at both of those characters, you know they're not that old. No. So I don't know. Yeah, they they would have been twelve. If not younger, yeah. when Nixon was actually in office, and I guess we should establish their names are Boris and Tilly. They they arrive and they're just talking a little bit, getting to know them. Meanwhile, they they greet this person who comes in to 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 take their bags away, and this is very confusing because like Tilly calls the person that enters the wrong name, because she walks in, uh, and like because like we we meet Mariana is her name, mm-hmm. and again she's like this Latina act. Well, like, what you would call that accent this latina actress and she walks in again she does the strut thing where she like literally walks in with the bag like you know turns and then grabs the bags and walks out she specifically kind of eyes larry yep and then splits and then yeah tilly's like thank you so and so and then then we cut to the fucking the monkey the monkey which has its own song but that's the that's the name that she addresses <laughs> like the monkey i can't remember the monkey's name but veronique veronique, veronique. yeah so like tilly says thank you veronique she's french 
Yes. She says, thank you, Veronique, after Mariana has taken the bags yeah, away. Yeah, it was weird. They fucked it but up. The, but the monkey is named Veronique, and she's a French monkey. And there's a song, and the lyrics are, I got your monkey. I got your sexy monkey. Written by the same person. And then sexy monkey, <laughs> sexy monkey, yeah, sexy, sexy monkey, sexy monkey, right. in the same style of yeah. surf, surf school, surf, surf school, monkey, surf. sexy monkey, sexy monkey, sexy monkey. <laughs> because one should always have a monkey. Hey, Veronique has an arc. She, she has a full true. character arc it's in true. this movie. I, I've got to say, this may be blasphemy. I don't know, but I, I didn't think they could do it. But this monkey, I hated more than Ed. <laughs> yeah, I didn't. Particularly and Ed wasn't even a real monkey. I know. No, well, like, this yeah. one is. Because <laughs> yeah, why is the monkey there? Like, what's the monkey there for? What's what's Mariana there for? Like, what's her job? Are they, is this her daughter? No idea. No, no, not a clue. No clue. Not a clue. Yeah, and no clue. But no context given whatsoever. Basically, they're there for Larry. Yes. Yeah. So because Veronique wears like sexy clothing, and it's like, hey, you're the monkey that I dreamed about. She wears the same clothes Mariana's wearing. Yeah. <laughs> In every scene. Every scene. And and let's talk about Mariana's accent, by the way, because what was this? Well, it was some Latin. But it sounded that? like it's well, it sort oh, of mixed it's with because she kept going. Virgin. Yes. Yeah. 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 She kept rolling her R's. So it was just an exaggerated. It's like Latin, but she wasn't consistent with it. Not consistent at all. And I don't know if that was an actor thing or a director thing, but yeah, she kept overemphasizing the R in Virgin. It was like a mix of like a Latina version of like Eartha Kitt's Catwoman, right? And the villain from Troll Two. <laughs> God, that is so highly specific. I mean, it's true, but though. accurate. Yes. Yeah. And <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh my God. And now you'll that is accurate. Okay. And, and yeah, so like the whole shtick with Veronique and Mariana is they're both like competing to take Larry's virginity. Veronique keeps blocking Mariana from seducing him, but we never actually like learn how. Because Larry had the dream about the monkey, so he's on a monkey thing. But he's not like sexually attracted to the monkey. He just Isn't happens he? to be inter. I don't. I didn't get that vibe. I mean, it's it. The movie. I feel like the movie's trying to imply that, but we don't see like every time you actually see him interacting with Veronique, it's just like, oh, you're a cute little monkey. But he always seems way more interested in he's Veronique. He's always way more interested in the monkey, and especially Veronique the first time they meet when he's just like he's so impressed. This right. is the monkey I was dreaming about, and like he seems somewhat impressed with Mariana. He seems somewhat impressed with her, but mainly just because of her big boobs. But Veronique And then when he sees Veronique, he has this like yeah. oogly, googly face on. But I make the same right. face every time I go to someone's house and they have a cat. I don't want to fuck their cat. <laughs> I don't know. I got that they were trying to make it a thing with Larry and Veronique, <sighs> which is gross. It's also because of his reaction to the outcome of that whole thing, but we'll, we'll cover that well, later. Right. Um, so then we meet our surf instructor, Rip, because they go to the beach and they find him just like kind of camped out there, yep. played by Harland Williams. Of course. <laughs> just when you think you couldn't fall further than Bernie got fingered. Dude. Jeez. And here's the thing. It took me a second. Uh, it almost took me to the end of the movie to realize I think he was doing a poor man's version of Rob Schneider from Fifty First Dates. Because Fifty First oh. Dates came out in 2004. And because of the ma-hee-ma-hee ma yeah. and the sweet thing. Now, yeah. I don't particularly care for Rob Schneider, but he was brilliant in Fifty First Dates. I loved him in that. And mm -hmm. 
I was pissed off at Rip, and then I figured out what it was he was doing, and it made me like him even less. I, well, and I, I don't even know if you... It, it would be a specific reference to that character because that's Harland Williams' shtick. Well, that's I didn't all like he any does. of it. If yeah, you ever see him in any other movie, he's going to do the same damn thing. Well, I'm not seeing any of his movies. He is a one-trick <laughs> pony. No, thank you. That's the problem, though. Like, he just shows up in movies when you don't expect him to. And, and, and like, oh that's God, his thing is he this. always does these weird like uh, 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 yeah. things in the middle of, of his dialogue. And it makes no sense, and I've never understood it, and I don't know why the guy keeps getting work. I, I see what you mean, personally. though, with the whole uh, Rob Schneider thing. Because like, I, I, I had that one. I also thought like a little bit of like Ace Ventura, Jim Carrey, and like a little bit of like Martin Luther King. But like I couldn't figure out like where like the like again like he's clearly aping someone who's come before him, and again he just milks that shit. The whole mahi mahi thing was a nightmare, and what the fuck that was even supposed to mean? <laughs> I liked him a lot better than Freddie Got Fingered, because yeah he's he's a burned out surfer, a has been former champion, right? And it's it's really weird when they first get there, because yeah he's obviously a beach bum, but Jordan starts making all these demands as to like how he's gonna be teaching them. And like, hey, no, you don't get your money up front. You're going to get your money after you turn us into pros, which, fuck you. That's not how, like, this works. That's not how any of this should work. Right. It's like me going into, like, an acting class be like, all right, I'll pay you after I get an Oscar. It's like, no, fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) So we have this brief scene where Doris and Tilly have, like, a heart-to-heart Doris. She's reading the bell jar. And Mm -hmm. uh, Tilly walks in, and she just, like, tries to, like, bond. Like, hey, you know, would love someone to do this and this with me. Like, would love to have a girl's day. And then she doesn't say anything. And yeah. then she's like, all right, well, I guess I'll, I'll, I guess I'll talk to you later. And that's it. Yeah. yeah. That's the most development you see between these two, despite what the movie implies. Yeah, I'm because gonna, it, it... I'm going to disagree with you. There's one moment, which we'll get to. In the montage? No. Okay. No, no. But, I, I mean, this is her, Tilly's way of trying to bring Doris in. Right. And I, I felt bad for Tilly in this moment. Because she's, she was really trying. Yeah, yeah. And you know how many? It was sincere. Yeah. So, but yeah, you're right. It, it's there, and then it's gone. Because we have to get back into the wonderful plot where they go to the uh, the dead fish, this bar they just like to hang out at in their off time. We should also mention like there's about as many different sets in this movie, or scenes rather, as there are extras. Because right, yeah. right. It's like in Costa Rica, they have the like the same beat shot. You over have over and over and over and yeah. over again. And you have like the dead fish, and then you have the commune. The commune. That's, That's it. it. Well, and wherever, whatever hotel the other kids are staying in. I mean, you see right. that briefly, but again, that's like their bedroom. Right. That's right. the most you ever get out of that shot. Yeah. It's our first day of surf school, and it's it's, oh man, it's this lineorama bullshit that I can't stand because it's 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 Harlan's character rip. Just, again, like, a sexually comparing riding a wave to, like, this and this and this with, like, a woman sexually. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, the same bullshit that I hate seeing in the Melissa McCarthy movie where it's just, like, hey, like, let's just, like, turn the camera on let the actor do their thing. And right. we're going to put all of those cuts in the movie because, oh, <laughs> it's funny time. He's talking about how you need to, like, get, like, a woman slippery and wet first just, like, when you're surfing. And also virgin shaming Larry because, like, how he's, like, not going to let him surf until he gets his dick wet. Mm-hmm. Does that be good? No, I'm just moving away from Medina because I feel an explosion <laughs> oh, coming. Okay, okay. <laughs> um, I'm good. I promise. And, th- and then we learn a little bit about, uh, I guess, Rip with the whole ghost babe thing. Uh, Zip, let's let's talk about this. Tell us the legend of the ghost babe. So yeah, uh, from music. what I gather, 
after winning the the surfing championship, this hot blonde woman appeared wearing like a bikini reminiscent of a Bond girl appeared to him and rip. they to rip yeah and disappeared <laughs> into the jungle I don't know yeah because for ten years. And he says that she was um, hotter than Pam, uh, Pam Anderson, Anderson. Yes. This girl was cute. Yeah. She was not hotter than Pam Anderson. Okay. So. Well. I'm just saying. She felt less plastic than Pam Anderson. Truth, but. So, it's really up saying, to personal taste. I guess. <laughs> but yeah, so so presumably he disappears into some sort of sex vortex for ten years. Right. Right. Where, where she she, she would his toes in the hammock and they have sex all the time. Right. Uh, uh, allegedly. Right. Because yeah, the, the things we do see her doing to him is like feeding him like grapes and sandwiches, like burgers, and painting his toes and making him clothes and stuff like that. Right. And he uh, he implies that they fucked, but we never. Uh, that's part of the joke with it. That's like you you're not sure what Ghost Babe is there for. And then, I guess like Rip's character like got laughed at by a bunch of people who didn't know who he was because he, he'd been out of the, thir- the surfing game for so long that right. he's like, hey, he's in a grass skirt and his toes are painted. Let's all laugh at him. Yeah. And they laugh at him, and then when he went back, she was gone. Ghost so that's babe. why he Ghost calls her babe. Ghost Babe. Which made me think of the song I don't Wildfire. Was there wasn't a theme song for Ghost Babe? I was surprised there wasn't. I was, I was waiting for it. it Ghost was wi- Babe, It was Ghost Wildfire. Babe. It was Wildfire. Wildfire. Yeah, by Firefall. So just think that. That's a lot of fire. <laughs> we get to what we've all been waiting for. We finally see boobs. Like real boobs. So Three sets. Yeah. So that's when I wrote, ah, there we are. Yeah. <laughs> Boobies. And time. Yeah. And all the while, Larry's being prepped for manhood by, by Boris. Like they're talking about how he's going to, his moment of manhood is going to come for him one day and he's going to help him achieve that. It's, it's very vague. But it is kind of sweet. I mean, kind of, but again, it's... Do you feel like Boris's character was setting him up to expect to lose his virginity? That's what they're like alluding mm-hmm. to us, but... Well, no, because I think he makes it relatively clear, or at least that's how it came across to me, when he gives him this speech of how I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to help you become a man, but it, that doesn't necessarily mean you're going to have sex. Right, yeah. I'm going to show you how to become a man the right way. Which ties into what happens what later. Happens later. Well, yeah. I guess I guess what yeah, that's true. I, I guess I also get confused with the scene like his intentions because it's also interrupted by Mariana coming in with uh, uh, the, the monkey too with the glass of milk they handed off to him. Right. And Mariana's like she hands him a glass of milk and she says uh, she got him a, a milk from a virgin cow. Yeah. Which hey, fun fact: virgin cows don't produce milk. They can't. Right. They nope. can't. <laughs> that's so, so I don't know what the fuck you just handed Larry, but it ain't milk, but uh oh, uh oh, that she cow's did. not a virgin anymore. Sing along time, because they're all sitting around like a, a bonfire. It's very kumbaya. It's the outcasts and uh, and Boris and Tilly, and they're they're playing guitar and singing. And I actually liked Tilly's voice. I wrote it down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Tilly can sing. Yeah. But they're sing that they all sing the same song. What's the right. name of the song? I forget the name. It's my lonely brother. Everybody get together. Try to love one another right now. Yeah. Can't see so everybody takes a verse, yes. and it's really nice. And Tilly sings, and then so this is the moment 
that I got surprised by this movie. Okay. So they're all singing a verse. The Swedish girls sing a verse. But they turn to Doris, who's been super quiet up until now. And she she doesn't want to sing. And Tilly turns to her and says, you're loved here. And it was, I am telling you, it was the most authentic moment mm-hmm. I- in any movie that I've seen. Yeah. Especially in one of these, though. I was like, what the fuck just happened here? And not just that, the movie allows it to that's happen. That's exactly yeah. right. And that's what, ma- that's what drew my attention to it as well. I suddenly, like, really started paying attention. Like, we're having a, a serious moment right now. Right. And it, was and it's, and it felt completely 100% genuine. Yeah. So I was like, okay. And that's when I couldn't rage hate this movie. Mm-hmm. I mean, there were other moments later. <laughs> but this, I was like, holy shit. Yeah. They allowed this to happen. And this also speaks to my hobo in a barn because that character was allowed to happen also. So this moment here changed my whole perception of this movie. I mean, not my whole perception, but I thought, okay. a spark okay, of hope. Seriously. Yes, There, there absolutely. is a real cinematic moment in this movie, yeah. and this is when it happens. Mm-hmm. And then it never happens again. Because, yeah, she starts to sing very softly. Yeah. Um, but it's Laura Bell Bundy, so you know she's going to be able to sing. Yeah, yeah. Unless you don't know who she is. So, yeah, and then she sings, and she's great. Yeah, yeah, and... And Jordan is smitten by it, so it, I guess it's just like the start of romance there, sort of. Yeah. I mean, I think uh, he sort of was drawn to her regardless. I yes. Yeah. And I, I feel like they, they do build that. I mean, he's not very good, but the, they, yeah. they have, and they have no chemistry, y'all. Oh, no. It's oh, no, no, oh not at God. all. No, <laughs> no, no. No, no it, I mean, it was, it, it, felt, it felt very much like he was directed to pay attention to her and that there's something about her that he is drawn to. Yes. We also it's don't just learn like very what, poorly executed. We don't learn what draws him to her right. much less like even their actual first conversation is less than a third of, of they, the they last read the, of the script. Film. They read the script. Well, yes. Yeah. It's, mm-hmm. yeah, it's like beyond like physical attraction, I guess that he may have seen her beyond like her her garb or the way she just presented herself, but again, But how because she doesn't speak. Exactly. We don't get any symbols of personality until this her. moment. Until this Yes. She's just like all Wednesday Adams up until, again, later right. in the movie. Right. The, the group is then com- confronted by Tyler and his crew. They show up to the beach the next day, and they just harass them a little bit. Again, like, hey, what are you, what are you girls doing here? They actually kick sand, yeah. which I thought was hilarious. <laughs> because that that's what happens in you like need, the forties and fifties, right? Like right. I'm gonna kick sand in your face, <laughs> and I'm like, "Are you serious? You just kick sand in there?" <laughs> I thought that was hilarious. I mean, the sand kicking part. Remember, do you guys remember that movie, Bedazzled? No, oh God! Oh God! Is that Elizabeth Hurley? Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Like the sand kicking scene from that movie, like still cracks me up. <laughs> Because, like, <laughs> Brendan Fraser, like, gets all the sand in his mouth and he just keeps trying to, like, talk his way out of the situation. Like, I, that, that shit makes me laugh, too. <laughs> I'm but just this, like... This made me laugh. Yeah, and, and Roach just asks, acts like a dumbass a little bit more. And they're just like, Roach, shut the... F-. You know, it's... The, it's at this point where it's it's gone beyond... Plausibility. Where Roach has gone beyond plausibility in that he's just really stoned. He is semi-unconscious right. at yeah. this point. Yeah. yeah. I, I and makes no sense at all. Yeah. 
I'm like, I think you need to get him to a hospital immediately because he's having some kind of neurological issue right now. There's some homoerotic tension between uh, Jordan and Tyler in this scene a little bit too, because there's that moment like where like they get like within that kissing distance, <laughs> and like you know you think that they're like, will they won't they? <laughs> oh yeah, you yeah that you think you think it's all like bowing up in front of each other, and it's just like well they're both clearly flexing each are other they, too. Are they? I mean, are are they going to? <laughs> yeah. Kiss now? What's gonna happen? I mean, both both got like their like defined six packs and all that jazz, but like you know you see. Tyler's like peck flex a little bit as he approaches him. Like he's he, there's excitement. There. Yeah, but we Tyler's just, way more. No, uh, Jordan is. I mean, Jordan is. Oh no, he's huge. Yeah. 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 Corey Sebi is like a like a discount Jared Padalecki. Yeah. It's <laughs> a really good band name. We have Surf Class Two. Rip isn't teaching them anything th- about surfing. He's just like telling them what they should be like looking to achieve. It's kind of like saying to like a bowler, like you know, the secret to success is to knock down as many pins as you can. Like, that's the trick. It's like, okay, gee, thanks. Yeah. It's like, yeah, you guys need to try to ride the wave. There's no technique so, being discussed. So think about being on your board, floating in the water, and then when a wave comes up, <laughs> stand up on the board, and it will go with the wave, and then just stand up for as long as you can. Yeah. Right. And now you know how to surf. Yeah. You know, I actually wanted to say, too, like, I, I tried – prior to this episode to get someone with like some surfing experience on as a guest and i yeah, just couldn't find really one time. hard but at the same time uh, you know i'm i honestly don't care now because if we had gotten someone there's nothing that could contribute to this they can't i was hoping like hey hey is this like advice legit but no, any just, actual surfing that you see in the movie is all done by stunt doubles yeah yes people who can actually surf because there's not a single actor in this movie who actually learned how to surf Except for all we know the cr- the filmmakers didn't know how to surf because again, like certainly didn't know how to film surfing. If, if you're gonna write a, f- if if you have any surfing experience about like surfing and you're calling a movie surf school, like you'd imagine like there'd be like some some sort of background in surfing, even if it was just for a hobby. Exactly. No, it's just like nope. hey, Harlan, just like be funny. Uh, I don't think there's any of the actual school scenes where we see them actually surf. Yeah. Oh no, they're e- either on the beach. Or they're in the water. He's giving them some kind of pep talk, or yeah. they're just yeah. sitting in the water. Right. Like after. And Larry it. never even gets in the water. He's laying f- face first on the surfboard in the sand, right. not even in the water, because he doesn't even want to go into the water. He has one moment at the end where he's in the water. Yes, yes. But yeah, we never see them get up on their boards. Yeah. And uh, we have the scene next of Jordan and Doris. They talk on a log. Rather, Doris is reading her book again, and then. Jordan is uh, okay. This part bothered the shit out of me. Okay, so this point. Okay, well, yeah. Hey, hang, <laughs> stay with me here. Okay. So, so yeah, she's reading on the log throughout the entire class. At the end of the class, we see a scene of Larry with Boris. They're talking about some more uh, how to be a man. manhood, all that yeah. jazz. Yeah. And then it cuts back to Jordan approaching her on the log. She's still reading the book. She's been reading this book for a long ass fucking time. It's a long book. She, well, but here's the thing. I've never read it. But it, her her copy doesn't look all that thick. But the thing is, True. is that she's been reading this log since their class. So in that span of time, they've had enough time to go back because Jordan was with was with Larry earlier. So they've had enough time to go back after class, cha- like shower, clean up, change, dry off, get changed again, and then like have the powwow. And then he comes back to the beach to talk to her, and she's still reading the book. And the thing is, is that her page, like the the page count of what she's currently at, hasn't changed. So it's like. <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah, <laughs> so she, she's one of those that has to reread sections over and over again for it. I guess thing. so. I guess she's memorizing it. 
he tries talking to her, saying like, "Hey, your voice is amazing, and I'm really glad you're on this trip. I feel like we've really connected." And then he just fucks off because she doesn't talk to him. But yeah. then when he wa- once he walks away, she like looks after him and then smiles. Yeah, Mo and Taz, you know, they're they're about to go back on the the Swedish chicks. Why does Mo have Tilly's boombox? Because they're blasting their music. It's the boombox we see her like twerking to earlier in the movie. Like, so like, why does he have it? He just does now. And so they plop it down next to the, to the, the Swedish chicks, and like they start macking on them, and they're like, "Hey, yeah, like you know, we think it's cool, like how like your free spirit you are about showing your boobs and stuff." And and they're like, "Yeah, let, let's show you our boobs now." And then right as they're about to show it, it's the joke where they get board blocked by Rip. Yes, he puts a board like surfboard between them so they can't see. And they're like, "Dude, move the surfboard!" It's like they can, the girls can still hear you. Well, no, because you can tell every time they cut back to the shot of what Rip is seeing on the other side of the board with them leaning up on their elbows, and you see their boobs fully exposed. Like they're just looking off in the distance and we're just supposed to stand here until they tell us to stop there's no intent at all and other so than we have to lean up and show our boobs right now because the director told us to yeah yeah that's a- what we're here and for. and we have to stay here and they are up for a long time they are and they're even like looking at like pov wise they're looking at rip's character as he ogles them like they're aware of like what he's doing so again yeah. they just don't give a fuck but but then they stand up, they put their bikinis on, that's when he moves the board stick, and, and, and you know, obviously Mo and Taz are put out by it. But they're like, we're going bikini shopping. Yeah, you want to come hang with us? And so they're like, yeah, we do. And, and again, this is where this next scene was where I got really confused with like how the, well, one of many times where I got confused how the editing works, because we have, yeah, I was going to say, Adina, do you, do you want to take this? So, yeah, so we get a montage a, a, dual montage. Montage. a dual montage of surfing and strip poker. Oh, yeah. But with characters, both characters like the same places, like in both places. It, so is, it is the weirdest, most ineffectual montage and uh, feat of editing I've ever seen. Because yeah. it doesn't forward the plot at all. No. We're, we're not getting any progress. And we're watching strip poker. And, and also, Mo and where Taz the hell moves. are they doing this bikini shopping? Because they're right. just standing in front of a blanket tied between two trees. It was very yeah. strange. Again, they're not. Because at three, first it was a close up, and I thought they were in a store. But they're not. They're just on the beach somewhere. Yeah. yeah. So who is selling bikinis on the beach? I don't know. Again, it's, it's one of the it three set no locations. The three set locations were good. And, and, and again, like the passage of time is like what's strange to me because it's again, if Mo and Taz are at both places, like they're both bikini shopping, and we also see them in the water at the, for right. the surf class. When is this all going down? It are they clones? Yes. Why do Mo and Taz have clones? <laughs> and and they lose yes. strip poker and they run off. We see their asses. We laugh. Yeah, they lose every single hand of strip poker. Okay. The girls have taken off nothing. Adina, I want to know what you would genuinely do if the rest of the movie randomly became a high-stakes poker game with the tension and tone of Casino Royale. <gasps> oh. I would have... Like the strip poker game. Dude, I would have loved that. Yeah? Because you know how much I love Casino Royale. Yeah, it's a great film. And it was just on. It's my favorite film. It was film. just on. So... Yeah, oh. yeah. They've been showing it recently. Oh. Yeah. I'd be so in for that. Yeah. Plus, I liked those girls. Yeah, I, I like. I mean, mm-hmm. they it, as the as the movie goes on. What they on, had to do wasn't great, but right. But they, you know, they fully embraced. Who they knew again where mm-hmm. they were. They knew what movie they were in. And towards the end, you know, they had a lesson to teach. Right. Yeah. So I liked those girls. I could have yeah. watched them. I had no problem with that. 
but you know, look, the the overriding uh, opinion of women in this movie I- is very low. That they're just there for boobies. A- as far as we're concerned, they honored the relationship between Tilly and Boris, right? Like we got something out of that. I don't right. know if anybody else did, but there was a moment when Tilly's wearing a bikini top and a and a skirt, and nobody remarks on it. Mm. So that's true. Yeah, yeah. You know, so yeah, I would. I I. You know what? I would watch that movie. I would too. On purpose. <laughs> Even if you had to deal with the bullshit you did up until that point. Sure. Okay, cool. Yeah. Cool, cool. That's so what fast forward's for. Yeah, that's exactly right. <laughs> Prepare to fast forward. We have this pep talk the next day with Rip's character where they're at the beach again. They're talking to him, and he's, like, saying, like, again, the same bullshit. Like, again, he adds nothing with these classes. But you have, like, these fart sounds intercut with it, which is but which the other characters don't react to until Mm-mm. it pulls out. There was actually one moment where, uh, as the scene was going along, I and I heard some sound, and I was like, Yep. Wait, what was that? I was like, well, I mean, the sound editing has been really bad on this movie, so maybe it was just something. Because I, I, I certainly didn't rewind to go back and figure out what it was. I just heard some weird sound, and then was like, okay, well, whatever. And then a few seconds later, I heard another one, and I'm like, did they just insert a fart noise? Right. So Why? I, I, w- I wrote. Why was there a random fart in the middle of this scene? <laughs> this is what I wrote. Why is there so much farting during this? And then, and then at the end of the pep fuck. talk, it, the camera pulls back, and he's been sitting on his makeshift toilet the whole time. Taking a dump the entire time, and that's when I wrote, fuck you. But yeah. And then <laughs> they ramp up Then they ramp up the actual like bowel sounds of yeah. something passing through his intestines. And then you understand, oh, oh, he is actively shitting in front of them right now and it's when you hear that noise that they react and then like you said to suddenly suddenly they smell something bad i'm like he's been doing this the whole time and you're just now reacting they have been willing participants in listening to this pep talk while they can obviously see him sitting on the toilet yeah and all the while we've seen scenes where jordan is like you know off like held out like a huge wad of cash to this guy for like instruction, but it's like, why would you keep paying this guy? And also, where are you getting all this fucking money? So then we get the whole microscopic crabs bullshit. I guess they want to play a prank on the bullies because they. Well, the first day of the competition is coming up, so we find out it's a two-day competition. So let's cheat. Right, right. So Tilly, it's Tilly, right, who gives them the microscopic yeah, crabs? Yes, yes. Tilly. Yeah. Yeah. They go to sprinkle the crabs. Into the swimsuits and underwear of the other team. Right now, well, why do of. they bother with the other, with two the two girls? I said they put it in their bikinis. Megan and Darby. Why do they? I don't. This and this confused me. I'm like, yeah. why are they putting them in the girls' bikinis? Why aren't we just worrying about the surf guys? The two girls. They're like talking to each other and they're like, why does my cooter itch so much? And then they're like, wait, who did you sleep? With? It's like then they slap the two guys, but it's like. But both of you are itching, so and you both know that you're. It was just it was a crab's joke. Yes. That was dumb. 
I mean, the whole crab. Why do they need to be microscopic? Like, why not just be like, hey, let's, we just put crabs in this bikini, like, I don't know. and get like some pepper flakes or something. I, I don't, don't know. know. I don't know. Okay, let's talk about the whole gloves bullshit that Mariana gets from Boris because he's like, I need you to prepare Larry for manhood. I need you to do this. Well, she has talked. She's spoken earlier about a woman being a man's first is a huge like it's deal. A, it's yes. a it's a it's a great honor, honor in the tradition of her peoples, right? <laughs> right. Of her culture, right? Whoever yeah. made up accent that it was. just right, right. So it's just she says it's a great honor to be a man's first. And, and like he gives her special gloves to, for the Boris ceremony. Does. Yes, yes. Right? Yeah. He gives her special gloves, like silk gloves. Why? I don't know. Well, because the joke. Because to spank him, right. you have to spank him with those gloves on. That's part of the tradition. I didn't write it. <laughs> Zip. I want you to take us through this because the l- first time in this podcast I've seen you get very visibly upset was when we watched Ed and we were commenting on how fucked up it was that Matt LeBlanc and the chimp would like share and cross streams in their own toilet. Oh yeah. That's the yeah. first time I've ever seen you that upset. I, w- I wanted mm-hmm. to know what you thought about this whole scene with the monkey. C- can you walk us through it? Uh, <laughs> yeah. So the idea is that Mariana's supposed to go in and spank Larry with the gloves on and she encounters Veronique. And gets upset and throws the gloves down and walks away. So Veronique, why? Why did she throw the gloves down? And I don't know. Away? It's it's not clear at all. And she just she when when she walks up to the door, Veronique is standing in front of his door wearing the same exact white outfit. Yes. that Mariana's wearing, and so she that's she gets upset and is like, "No, you're not going to take my man." But then she throws the gloves down and walks away. And so then the next thing we know, Larry is lying face down on the bed and Veronique is the one with the gloves on, slapping him on the back and then on the ass. But where did Mariana go? I don't know. Like, why did she leave? I don't know. Like, but oh God, it you know, goes you're on for... My man, so I'm going to give you the things that you need to, like, to spank him yourself and also give you the opportunity. Well, exactly. To... And... Yeah. I mean, I it it would have made more sense if she just had thrown down with Veronique and just right. wrestled it out right there in the floor. That, that, you know, at least that, that would have been something. That would have at least made some sort of sense in that she actually right. did care about being the one to take care of Larry. But instead, just sees the chimp in a dress and gets mad and walks away. Yep. Yeah, I, It doesn't make any sense. No. But then to have this extended scene of Veronique the chimp slapping Larry uh, who is wearing boxers on the bed slapping him on the back for a long time before then she moves down and starts slapping him on the ass before then eventually just grabbing his ass and the whole time Larry is just shouting out in ecstasy like yes hit me slap me slap me harder spank me spank me and then he it, does it. He, he he fucks a monkey. Well, does he? I we don't I know. Think he, well, I, because he says he's no longer a virgin when he comes out. Like and I know, but he's. Whole, I would imagine. The well, no, no, he, do, he, he does. He does not. He does not say he's no longer a virgin. He says I'm finally a man. Okay. But that still does not imply that he actually had sex with the chimp. But doesn't that because later heart? on, when he's with the th- with the three Swedish women, they still call him a virgin. Yes, because he hasn't had sex with a human being yet. 
no, doesn't matter. Sex is sex. Yeah. Yeah. I. 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 I uh, if I that's the argument used to, against Clinton, <laughs> goddammit, is the argument we're gonna use right now. Yeah, I did write down. Did he fuck a monkey? I, I, I thought he did. I thought there was monkey rape in this movie. No, it wouldn't be rape because Veronique was totally willing. Don't give me that face, Jack. No, to, to my counter to that. If anything, the chimp raped him. That's why I'm suggesting. That's not what you said. No, no, no. I'm, I'm saying like he ripped a monkey. I'm saying there was a, like a monkey rape scene in this movie yeah. that involved a monkey. Which implies someone raped the monkey. No, okay. Use not, no. your words, Jack. I, I, I am <laughs> suggesting that Larry was raped by a chimpanzee and we had to watch it. Yeah. Because but we didn't watch it. It's true. We, didn't we never it. saw it. Once she finally grabs him on the ass, well, yeah. we cut away from it and we never see them again until he comes out. a guy getting fucked by a monkey. That's so fucked up. Why crazy. wouldn't they? We do see her smoking. They just showed Harlan Williams shitting on a makeshift toilet. It's true. And then we do see her smoking a cigarette. Exactly. I think yeah. that they fucked. The whole idea of him like still having the conception in his head that like to become a man you had to have sex carrying on once he realizes what happened, mm-hmm. I think further uh, backs that up. Yeah. It, so, it, I don't know. That's why I guess I'm asking you because it's like I remember how angry you were about them crossing streams but then the fact... I just... Well, I mean, this is... is it's, it's a... D- that was mainly because the whole premise of that film is that it was a kids' movie. Yes, and but that was completely right. inappropriate for children. Uh, I mean, th- just personally, that's how I felt about okay, it. Okay. This is a stupid teen sex comedy, so everything is is within limits. Yes, basically, for the purposes of this movie, it's just it, you know, it's let's make a joke that he is enjoying this moment without realizing that it's actually the chimp and not Mariana. He he still thinks it was Mariana the whole time. It's Revenge of the Nerds. And to me, if we're still playing off the dumbest, most base virgin jokes in any of these usual teen sex comedy movies, as far as I can tell, he got so excited by being slapped in the ass that he prematurely ejaculated. So therefore, he would think... He's no longer, you know, there, that now he's a man. Not understanding, that's not how it works. Yeah. But the problem is, with, with all of the other scenes in which plot should be discussed, they leave the details so vague that it's really up to interpretation. Well, and that's part of like why I think that more And that's, that's the worst thing about this movie, is that we don't know for sure... Because I never felt like he actually had sex with the chimp because that would mean he kept his eyes closed the entire time. Well, I think something must have happened because the whole... I'm the sure point? something happened. What's the point of the gloves? Because if it's slapping his ass that's covered like, with like boxers on... then like, But we don't know the per- the point of the gloves to be- even before the scene well, begins. I mean, like... They're never the, explained. I think they're trying to imply that the gloves are there to make to make it seem like the hands that he's feeling aren't the, the hands of like a monkey. Or rather, like, it could be confused. Like, it's like, okay, how, how are you... How well, but Mariana's the one who was supposed to be using the gloves in the first place. That's my point. I mean, like, what I'm saying, like, I think the gloves, the purpose in the film, in terms of the narrative, is to say, like, hey, like, here's why, like, if he was being slapped by a monkey, he would be like, oh, this isn't the hands of a beautiful woman. This is, like, right. the hands of, like, something that's an animal. Well, I mean, he had his boxers on anyway, so if he's just having his ass smacked, he wouldn't know the difference that, still. That's what I'm saying. So, like, if they're going to introduce that concept but still have the boxers on, something more than just spanking his ass must have happened in that scene. Especially because Veronique was smoking a cigarette when it was over. Exactly. 
Like, but what? that's a common punchline that can. You know what? Let's stop fucking talking about <laughs> this about because money. I'm really gonna get pissed <laughs> off. So let's move on. <laughs> the problem is the script sucks yes. for basic fundamental problems with the script. Serve competition round one. I wonder if the announcer is gay. Here's my hobo in a box. Called it. <laughs> Him Called so much. it. Yeah, I, saw that coming. I loved um, him. I'm glad you did because he annoyed the fuck <laughs> out of me. But you know what? They didn't make fun. They didn't. They didn't. Well, they didn't. He. No, it, oh, like, I, it was. Every mm, line that he mm, said mm, was like, no, oh, hey. No, I, but nobody around him. Okay, they allowed this character to exist in this world because it was all self-referential. Right. He did it to himself. Understood. Still doesn't make it good. I know. I know. <laughs> but he just went. This guy's a stand-up comedian. Well, so was Harlan Williams, but, you yeah. know. Fuck that guy. But this guy, yes, he did play a flamboyant gay, was he Puerto Rican or Costa Rican, Costa Rican something? So, but I just, he was having so much fun, and he embraced it. So he's my hobo in a bar. <laughs> Plus and see, I feel like, like after every take, he just went into self-depression mode and wanted to kill himself. <laughs> well, yeah, the I other did. thing was he only had to play to like 20 people. I was going to say, uh, yeah. He was playing to, yeah. Right? Because this surf championship people. was supposed to be this international thing, yeah. and there were 20 people there. Well, right. And you don't even like actually like really, s- you see the surfers of the other teams, but like you never actually like interact with them. It's just like they're just surfing. There's just stock footage. Yeah. And uh, and whenever we see the crowd shots, it's, it's always the same organization. Like on both days, you see the same women standing in front of Harlan Williams wearing yep. the same bikinis. We also get this brief interaction between Rip and Tyler. Like he basically like yells at him and intimidates him kind of. And there's another interaction where they have later on in the movie, too. And, and in both cases, I'm like, why is Tyler just standing and listening to this guy do this long, drawn-out insult? It's like, just walk away. Yeah. But he's like, no, I'm just going like, to let you tell this long, rambling story that leads up to some kind of semblance of a punchline. But and, and then he also, Tyler, makes a joke towards Larry about how he fucked a monkey and how everyone's found out about it, apparently. That's what, again, it implies. Mm-hmm. To which Rip says, don't worry, I used to be a sheep farmer. I don't. Okay. So I don't want to be on this world anymore. <laughs> Let's talk about Jordan's Scottish Braveheart speech. Oh my God. Why? I mean, it, this character's played like the straight man the entire movie so far. Like the serious. I'm not gonna be like goofy or anything like that because like, I'm gonna let the supporting characters take care of that. Yeah, Rip. Rip tells about. him you're the captain of the team. You need to give a, the final pep talk. And he launches into the Braveheart speech. Yeah, so it's like, how are you supposed to take him seriously? If he's Complete with Scottish accent. And yeah. But then, halfway through the speech, they cut away from him to the group who is getting into it. And then it cuts back to him, and he has the makeup on his face. Yeah. He has the Braveheart makeup, the blue makeup on his face. And then it cuts back to the team who are getting more into it. And then it cuts back to him to finish up the speech, and the makeup's gone. And this, talk about coming out of left field. This is a complete shift in tone and style and type of comedy that this movie has not been up until this point. And it's the only time in the entire movie it actually happens. Yeah. Yep. And like, like we said, it's a major character inconsistency. Yeah. Yeah. It's so inconsistent. 
And I remind you all, this is still round one of the surf competition. So you right. know, we, we see Tyler's actor like you know surfing, but it's amazing. Actually, I wrote down, I was very impressed with Tyler's surfer in this film because he has the ability to make his hair longer in the shots <laughs> where he's surfing than when you actually see him on the beach talking to people. So I was very impressed with that ability. He's such a talented right. surfer. Meanwhile, Rip is molesting this young woman who's in front of him the entire time because he, he does the little sla- like pulling back the bikini string and then slapping it. Oh, what is that called? Snapping the sponge cake. Snapping the sponge cake, yes. Fuck This is full-on sexual assault. Oh, my God. It is full-on sexual assault. Without her consent or knowledge, he just walks up, grabs the back of her bikini or thong or whatever, and snaps it right back on her ass. Imagine, like, what the director had to say to that young woman before they started filming. Like, all right, here's what's going to happen. And she's like, I'm firing my agent. Seriously. Hazard pay. Mm -hmm. And this is presented as just a natural pastime that is perfectly fine to do to random women on the beach. Because the women in this movie are property. That's what it's positing because yeah. again, like everyone just treats them like they're a prop or an objectify. You know, yes. the boys they bomb. They you see like a, in a montage them like breaking their surfboards and like not doing well. It, they don't make it too clear they don't do well more so than tell us, but still that's what we're t- to take away from this that they sucked day one. So then we get this weird montage with Doris where it's about a th- again a third of the movie left and we decide now to give her an arc. So who is it that says that they need a boost? Um, I think Boris says it. Okay. So, Doris decides she's going to be the boost. So, what does she do? She takes off her black wig. She's blonde. And she puts on a skimpy outfit. Well, before that, you get a brief scene where she's talking with Tilly. It's It's in the montage. You don't actually hear any dialogue, but you see her, like, like still in like the dark gothic look of her, like being cradled by Tilly, like she's just confessed something like yeah very deep and like we don't know learn what it is. Yeah, and and that's why I, I I just get this feeling that there was more to this story and more behind Doris's character that just got cut out well, of the we film completely. That she took a vow of silence later on. Yeah, she says. No, I know that. Yeah. But here's but the, the thing. The, the, like, yeah, but, uh, to your point, there's like they had something there, but like we don't learn why. Because the whole, the, the, I mean, the whole setup with Tilly is that it becomes this mother-daughter type relationship, right. and there was some of that something along the way that got cut out. Right, because it became mm-hmm. that Doris had to turn into just like every other girl on the goddamn beach, right, to be something of worth to the boys. So she decided she was going to be their boost and wear skimpy clothes, not be herself, presumably, because we have part of the story that is gone. We have no idea why she dresses all in black, has the black wig, right. doesn't talk. It's just implied that she doesn't like that sort of like blonde, ditzy sort of vibe. And we, like like with the whole interaction with, I guess, is her kid sister earlier in the movie. Right. She's like, hey, do you want to see my princess party pictures or whatever? And, and then she just scares her away. Right. So... So then she's like, oh, well, I'm going to change my entire way of being. And I'm I'm not completely disagreeing with you. I will say, however, I took it as her singing was going to be the the morale boost, not the appearance. Right. The physical appearance is just her trying to fit into the group 
better. I, I agree. I still think she went too far. But I, I think the to me the morale boost was the singing. She that she's gonna sing the song for them. Okay, that was so not clear and No, it wasn't clear. Was. It wasn't clear and it may just be my brain right. automatically snapping to yes, I'm gonna justify this by right. thinking this. It may be, right. I don't know. And I appreciate well, that. She but does say yeah. that like like part of like her boost she's giving him is like like hey like Mo and I are gonna do, do like a concert for you guys or something tonight where she sings one song then leaves but she sings the same song they sang around the campfire that's the only recognizable right. song they could afford the rights to what do you expect her to be like surf school surf school surf surf <laughs> so but it's I was expecting sexy yes. monkey remix sexy but, mo- oh. but yeah, no so I was just, expecting sexy monkey remix when she finishes singing and then Cisco gets up yes. there yeah. and then doesn't do anything. He just, claps. he just claps. He just stands up there and is like dancing to the music. But I'm he's like, still on the he stage. couldn't even right. put he his own have, song right? in the show in Why this movie. Why would you use that? Yeah. And, and so. Maybe I'm gonna be like the odd man out in this one, but I felt like Laura Bell Bundy mm-hmm. could have sounded a lot better. Oh my god! Yeah, because she didn't even unimpressed. sound that great. Yeah, she was singing a cappella. No, I know. Still sound great. Not the first time. I mean, I agree. (laughs) But in that situation, because there was some kind of music playing somewhere, but it wasn't a straightforward like instruments playing song. It was was like like somebody was holding a a note on a synthesizer. Yeah, it was like an undertone, just one uh, of like a pedal tone or something. Which was weird. Like you couldn't like. like, And with all the noise that was going on with the crowd, I don't think she actually heard that music. But she didn't sound so great. And that's fair. But like again, like if you're gonna hire like a talented Broadway actress and you're making a point of saying that this person's a good singer. It's not that hard to just take a couple of... Uh, just no, that she has potential. They kept saying that over and over again, that she has potential. Sure, but like you could argue that this scene is the pinnacle of her arc. Mm-hmm. I mean, again, not like, oh my God, like she's going to become a singer from here. It's, I feel like, it sh- again, seeing it, she's the boost, more or less. She should have blown everyone right. away. It's, this is her, yeah, this is her break. This is her let it go moment. Yes, right. And it should have been a conti- completely different song. It should have been a different song, yes. I but I don't think she should have blown everyone away because then... It's too obvious well, that yeah. she's a trained singer. I'm not expecting that, but again, yeah. like, I just I, I was underwhelmed. I was expecting something better than what we got. I guess it's the song. It was the song. So it's also at this little concert thing they're doing where I don't I don't know what the point of Tyler's sister is in this movie. I I, I, I have her in my notes written down as discount Dina Meyer. Uh, <laughs> she, she she flirts with Jordan a couple times, like. Particularly right. in the last third of the movie, maybe it's sort of like with Doris, where it's like there's more written to this character that was cut out because it's been putting it out there like she's been macking on him for a while, right? And he's been considering it, but no, she's like, "Hey, you want to go have sex or something later?" And he's like, "No, I don't want to have anything to do with you. You're mm-hmm. you're blood related to my enemy." I don't like again, like I don't. It's out of nowhere, and if you took her character out of the film, there would be no difference whatsoever. There would be no difference at all. No, and so he he jolts her. And she like scowls at Doris for a little bit, uh, you know, because he then starts talking to Doris. Right. Doris and Jordan talk, and that's where we learn that she's taken a vow of silence. And again, so many other questions that we have from this, but they don't address. Honestly, the first time I watched this movie, I, I stopped about. It was late. I was getting tired. I, I wanted to go to my bathroom and cry for a little bit. So about <laughs> an hour in, I shut down my laptop. I went to bed. I started again the next day, like where I thought I left off. I was like, I must have missed something. I didn't. No. No, no you didn't no. miss anything. Didn't miss the script it did. It seemed like a huge chunk of the story was left yeah. out. It did, yeah. Jordan says to her, guess what time it is? <laughs> which is, And she's like, 
butt time is it and it's like the worst pre-kiss line i would have only appreciated if he'd said turkey time <laughs> i gotta say gobble gobble this is one of the worst on-screen kisses i've ever seen it is and let's let back it up just a, f- a few seconds Oops. because it i believe it's during this scene where she confesses the reason that she decided to make this change was earlier when he came out and sat next to her and talked to her and she realized she was being an asshole. So he was the catalyst for her making this character change. So but, again, she needed a, a man to make her realize she wasn't nice. Oh my God, I think I this movie's sexist. What? Yeah, and yeah. then they kiss, and I'm like, okay. But and so yeah, Terrible. so then they go in for a kiss, and it is so painfully awkward. Yeah, it's not good. And then while this is happening, the Swedish girls quote unquote kidnap Larry to, pl- and it's revealed that they've been partying all night playing Twister, yes. literally the entire night. Which is actually kind of cute. It w- it is, but like it also sounds exhausting. Can you imagine playing Twister for <laughs> an entire night? Nope. With three people who are in very good shape. We're older. <laughs> I, well, fuck, I'll take one for the team. I'll try it. <laughs> I, I just appreciate it because it subverted my expectations. But Although I feel like that joke's been used before, sure. where you th- oh, yeah, for sure. the, I it mean, has, was oh, it Austin question. Powers? Probably it's used something. it. Yeah, I, I, yeah, yes. I think you're right. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Where you hear the same, th- where you hear these, oh, yes, and no, you know, and you yeah, think something's happening. And they're just playing Twister. Yeah. 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 So. And, and, and yeah. they have a conversation while they're like licking his fingers and like massaging him, telling him that, you know, it's not about having sex. Like the fact that he, his mind is what it is. And he's like the home economics. He made a perfect 1600 on the SAT. Like he these was are the, the things that turn us on, like not what you have down below, but what you have. <laughs> and they put their, they put his hand on their breasts, and he's like, Ugh. and I like what they're going for with that, but gets kind of shit on later. Yeah, it does. Well, and then they play Twister again. This is basically yeah, yeah exactly. He's like, let's uh, we're not gonna have sex, but let's play Twister again. And I guess that's him becoming a man now. Sure. Surf competition day two. Okay, so it starts out with them coming to the beach, and like you know, uh, Doris is wearing this like skimpy bikini now because mm-hmm. she's she's like the rest of them now. And Discount Dina Miner sees her, and, she, and she's, like, shocked that Doris looks like that, even though you just saw her the previous night at the concert. So why are you surprised that she looks like Yeah, but what, even what she was wearing at the concert wasn't quite as small. Quite as small. This is a very tiny bikini. Yeah. Oh, for sure. But my, my point is, like, they're, like, reacting, like, oh, my God, like, you know, she's hot, and she has a great body. But well, like, Discount Dina Meyer does, but then her best friend is like, oh, yeah, that's her, all right. It's like, whoa, whoa, wait. What, <laughs> right? what is happening is right Darby now? Darby lesbian? What kind of madness is this? <laughs> she didn't what get crabs Darby? from another girl. That actress has a name? Yeah, Darby. Yes. Character. Oh, yeah. wow, okay. Uh, Jack, have you not learned by now? <laughs> Adina knows the name of every character in every movie ever. <laughs> Even if it's woman in corner. It's true. She knows. We have this bit where, where Doris walks up to Roach and is like, hey, I want you to do me a favor and think about me while you're up on those waves. And, <laughs> and he's like, whoa, that's gnarly. And then like he starts riding the waves and then he goes i guess he fucks up i'm like i was hoping for a more creative way to mess up roach because i would like to think that that whole thing with him being spaced out would have some kind of payoff more directly connected to that rather than he's just horny i was hoping someone would give him like a stimulant or something and make him sober 
Yeah, that'd be cool. And that would have completely thrown him off. And he's like off. super intellectual or something like that. Then again, another surfing montage for round two. And it's another montage! <laughs> and I guess the bullies aren't doing so well and our heroes are doing a lot better. Mm-hmm. Mo quits though. He can't do it because, again, brothers don't surf. Right. And then like Chica just shows up. Because somehow she found out they needed help because she says, I came to help. How, how did you know there was a problem? Deus Ex Machina. <laughs> yeah. And then they do the stupid Asian dialect bullshit. The word shred. I'm not going to say what it becomes. But she comes in and she's uh, allegedly, I mean, we don't see it, but apparently she's like the best female surfer in Japan. Which is oddly specific. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So, so she no. comes in and does really great. And this is like what I mean with like, because like she, yeah, she disrobes and like she has a fantastic body and like everyone keeps like commenting on it. Like, and that's why like I kind of, I appreciate, but also look down on like how diverse they were with the casting of this because they keep referring to her as like one like nice piece of sushi. Yeah. And so it's like, yeah, oh, they have, yeah. they have a diverse yeah. cast, but th- they, it's like, these people are defined by the race in the film rather than just being like organically part of the movie in spite of it, which right. pissed me off. Yes. I was going to say like, like, you know, Ed, Ed made a point with the whole taco thing, like of, of showcasing, like why calling a person a food item as a descriptor of their race or nationality is fucked up. Right. So let's stress this. Ed has a higher moral standard than this movie. You done fucked up serve school. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, in many ways. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And Doris keeps tempting Roach. Uh, her arc's culmination is her becoming eye candy and objectifying herself. That's right. So, yeah. y- yay. Then Larry steps up, because I guess he just needs to. And he trash talks Tyler while they're out there in the waves. He's like, hey, I wrote a report for you, and I got you your only A, so I'm better than you, bitch. It's a pretty good speech, actually. I, I did like yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, Larry mans up. And so, as a result of that, Tyler bombs. He plays it safe, and then Larry surfs. And oh my God, same with same with uh, Chica. It's every time it cuts to them, like the actual actor, it's like a very tight close up. Oh, it's yeah. a very tight close up, angled upwards, upwards. Yes. So that you can see they're not actually near water. Yes, right. you couldn't. Even There's put just like someone a, yeah. like throwing splashes of water up behind them. You couldn't even put them up in front of like a green screen. Just like have like th- them take care of that. No, right. Jack, this movie could not afford a green screen. Well, yeah, they couldn't. Are afford, you kidding me? They couldn't afford extras. They couldn't afford like thirty more extras at minimum wage. <laughs> yeah, and then it cuts to like again, clearly a stunt double on the surfboard. Fucking shit. And then yeah, Larry kills it apparently. So yay that. And they win. Yeah, the boys win. Even and though they, they bombed even, the previous day. So right, like and they, they win, but they don't even celebrate together. Like, it was the weirdest thing. Yeah, it mm-hmm. was very strange. It was so weird. Like, did they were they not able to create a wide shot? I, I just, it was so weird. Like, they didn't all group together and congratulate each other. It was very strange. Yeah. And, and, and what's worse is is that they, they win, but, again, they did horribly the previous competition. So they should basically like average out at like fifty if we're looking at perfect score to negative like to imperfect score. Right. Mm-hmm. So you know like we didn't track the progress of any of the other teams, <laughs> just the other Laguna Beach guys who did well the first day, and then they did okay the second day. Because Tyler like still like he doesn't bomb. Right. So how did they win? Don't how was it scored? <laughs> doesn't matter. Uh, yeah, they're all celebrating on the beach separately in separate shots. 
Tyler's sister makes another move towards Jordan, and he he jolts her again, and so she and Taz start making out. But again, then she disappears after that, so it's like, what's the point of her being in this movie? Let's also just point out that once she is jilted, she turns around, and Taz is just standing there right in her face, and then he violently attacks her. Yep. Yeah. And then yeah. she just like to kiss her. her, and then yeah. she and if you watch that play out, because it's like they're twisting around each other, and then they eventually fall back into the crowd. I am air quoting so hard, and then start rolling around in the sand. If you watch her physical language, she is not okay with this because he goes in hard. Yeah. yeah. Honestly, like I think all the actresses in this movie didn't look comfortable. And I don't think it was by intention. Like, even the actresses, like, who are just there to be eye candy and, like, doing their shtick. Like, the girl who gets groped by Harlan Williams' character. Like, you can tell, like, she's keeping her face, like, neutral in order to, like, actually, because she's directed to do so. Right. right. But it's like, I, I, like, I just, I feel bad. I just, I can't yeah. imagine, like, what the director said to these people. It's like, all right, here's how this is going to play out. Did did Harvey Weinstein ghost direct this? Like, what happens? Maybe. <laughs> Larry and the Swedish girls, like, go hook up to have sex. That basically undoes this entire arc. Like, hey, like, yeah, like, your reward is our bodies. So, right. the whole thing. Well, we but he's already learned how to become, uh, how to be a man. But so, like, he's, he's worthy of So, now, now he's going to reap the rewards right. yeah. of learning the lesson. And then Ghost Babe shows up. And then Taz leaves with her, which, again, is why I say, what was the point of Tyler's sister's character? Exactly. Wouldn't have been like more interesting, like give that more of an arc to Rip because hey, she's back. I've led this team to victory. I'm mm-hmm. a champion again in my own way. And then hey, she's back. And then how he responds to that is how he responds to that. But <coughs> right. And also, it was were either of you expecting the the final punchline to be that Taz was actually a virgin too? Uh, yeah, I, I would have. There is no that. way that he's had sex. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. otherwise he wouldn't be such a horn dog through right. the whole movie. Yeah, yeah. He's constantly trying to get sex. He's the he's the guy who's like, oh my god, I get laid all the time. But he also yeah. made fun of Larry for being the only virgin left. Right. Yeah, he's yeah. like the Jonah and Hill like, super bad. Taz is Taz is the virgin. Yeah. Taz is the virgin of this movie. <laughs> he's the I one. Right. Uh, I so I yeah. Okay. Uh, otherwise, why would he be willing to give up ten years of his life to go be with Ghost Babe? If he wasn't still desperate to have sex, what happened to Chica? We don't we don't see her again. She's just gone. She was there congratulating them, but that was it. But then yeah, the, yeah she, like she has no arc. Well, her character served her purpose, and then right. they, and then they didn't put her in the script anymore. Rip and Jordan say goodbye to one another. They just have like some parting words before I guess Rip goes to chase after Ghost Babe, and then everyone says goodbye. How? Again, how did Tilly help Doris? Because she says, thank you for helping me. Which, again, like I guess that goes back to that whole your love, but like, we get nothing more beyond that. And that's what I'm saying. There, there, there has to have been something more between the you are loved here yeah. and the shot in the montage of her cuddled up in, yeah. you know, at, yeah. in that crying in her arms, crying in her arms moment. Yeah. There has to have something been something else there. there. No one has any qualms but or But they cut that in order to have more boob jokes of course, or whatever. That's more important than story. Uh, and, and no one has any qualms or comments as to why Taz is being left behind. They just leave him, which is kind of fucked up because I, that's not going to I have no issue with it. Well, well, yes, but Taz is not going to graduate high school anymore. And he's also going to have some serious like he's going to get deported. Cuz like he's in Costa Rica and he's skipping out on school. 
and everyone's just okay with this. Well, but the whole point is that if you're with Ghost Babe, you disappear from existence for like 10 years. Oh, well. Movie logic. Then roll credits with singing. And yeah, we go back to the campfire and the sing-along, and ev- this is where we finally see everybody singing a verse of the song. And also bad Harlan outtakes. That's it. So with that yeah. said, let's go ahead and take a quick break and come back with some trivia. All right, we're back. So, we got any good trivia in this movie? I know, Dina, you said you had had something yes, uh, interesting. Yes, I do. So, uh, we remember Larry's mom, right? Yes. So, Larry's mom is played by... Um, Lynn Shay. Yes. So, now, this woman continually works. She's been working for years. She's known for Insidious, yeah. yep. um, all sorts of things. First really came to prominence, I guess you would say. In uh, Kingpin, yes. as Woody Harrelson's landlord, mm-hmm. so uh, just really, really <laughs> tremendous actor. I thought I'd seen her before. Yeah, okay. that was like the first movie where I re- like the next time I saw her, I was like, "Oh, that's the woman from Kingpin." Mm. She she was in all the the Fairly Brothers movies, which is weird because she was so in There's Something About Mary she was as well. In so yeah. little of this, yeah, yes, 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 yes. Yeah, she's in one scene. She's, she's in one scene. Is that, that one s- in oh, this movie? It's one scene. It's probably by design. Um, Probably. So, but the reason why I got excited when when she showed up is because my acting coach was married to her at one point. No kidding. So I'm one person away from lynching. Wow, <laughs> one degree of separation from a uh, surf school. Right. There you go. Just what so you always wanted. Yeah, and and he he thinks the world of her. I mean, they shouldn't mm-hmm. have been married, but he she is an, a tremendous actor. So she is. She and she was horrifyingly underutilized, but probably for the betterment of her career that she wasn't used more in this she got off easy yeah and then the only other thing well i I mean she uh, she i i would argue movie wise she was the most established between movie actor between her and taylor negron yeah Yeah. so yeah maybe harlan maybe harland as well because again like he's well yeah i guess that's true he's in rocket man well he was in there something about mary as well yeah oh yeah he was check it Oh, so, oh damn. But she I really I was happy to see her. The only other the only other trivia I got. Well, okay, the woman who played Megan, the sister who didn't need to be there. Yes. She's still been acting. Uh, most of these actors are still acting. Yeah. Sure. And actually pretty good. She had a really great arc most recently that I saw on 911, the Fox show. The other thing was my hobo in a barn. His name is Russ Gustin. And he is a stand-up comedian. He's got a, a website. He created the world's first white-slash-Asian educational acapella hip-hop group called Gangstapella. And you can listen to some of their tracks. It was also supposed to be a cartoon series. I haven't seen anything about it. Yet. And Laura Bell Bundy is in it. Wow. Or supposed to be. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, there so this guy... Gangstapella, everybody. Okay. Yeah, there you go. That's what I got. Um, mine is is uh, is specifically about Laura Bell Bundy. The reason I looked it up is mainly just because I I already knew a lot about her as far as her Broadway career is concerned, and so I had to look it up just for timeline's sake because I was just baffled as to why she was in this movie. Because 
when this movie was made, she had just come off of being Kristen Chenoweth's understudy in Wicked, oh. which for, for Galinda, which she actually did perform. She had just ended that in preparation for her next role, which was as Elle Woods in Legally Blonde, the musical, is where when she really made a name for herself as a Broadway star. This movie is nestled in between those two gigs. Which is insane. Why the fuck did she do this movie? And that's why I had to look it up. I was like, well, but she was on Broadway at this time. Yeah. Like, come on, you were this Jumanji, movie is nestled in between this. the, and she had already she had already been getting like bit parts in TV shows and stuff like you know just an episode here and there, and Cisco as well. Yeah, Cisco, I don't well, know why he was in Cisco, it. Cisco, look, he was in Snow Dogs. Like the man doesn't have many uh, standards as far as his film career goes. Clearly, well, well, you know, <laughs> but still, I mean, he had already made a name for himself. Yeah, by this point. They agreed to do this movie, presumably having read the script. Maybe it's like an Adam Sandler sort of thing where it's like, you got to go to Costa Rica. It's like, oh. Yeah. Free trip to Costa Rica. Yeah. The same beach over and over and over and over again, but one little slice of a beach. Hang out with like all seven of our beautiful women. Oh, God. Beyond that, I have that it had a $5 million budget, and it premiered on my birthday, which upsets me. (laughs) The music... The Surf School song and the Sexy Monkey song was written and performed by the director-writer. That does not surprise me one bit. Joel Silverman? Yeah. Oh, fuck. Bam! That's cool, man. Total kiss, man. Bam! Bro, shut up. Bam! Yeah. So, best line, worst line. I guess my best line was it's what boris says he says i don't like that guy that guy has eyebrows of russian yeah that was which i didn't get because he is russian yeah same but like i'm like i liked how he said it i like that he applied it to tyler uh yeah my best line and not necessarily because it's just a great line but is because it 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 was so random that it actually made me laugh uh and it was actually from harlan williams Oh, it was uh, during the, the first round of competition when, you know, Larry did not want to go out. And so Rip uh, said that he was going to be the backup. So if anything happens, you're going to be the one to go out there and, and take their place. And he then continues by saying, I mean, if someone breaks a leg, twists an ankle, blows a spleen, I'm talking about someone getting their buck teeth caught on a Ferris wheel. Then you're going out there. And, wh- and I actually rewound it to listen again. To, did he just say if they get their buck teeth caught on a Ferris wheel? Yes, that is what he said. So I'm like, that's my that's the best line. That is the best line. So this was after um, Larry gets schooled by the Swedish babes for the real thing. And Mo says, what did you put up in my boy? And Larry says, nothing that wasn't already there. there. (laughs) So so I had to give props to that, especially the way Larry delivered it. My worst line, speaking of Cisco, it's when the women are parading past them on the beach and they first get there. Yeah, you know. Uh, Oh, yeah. uh, And he says, I could write a song about that thong, and then I just wanted to die. 
Oh, I didn't even hear that line. He says it in oh, passing. He's like, I could write a song. I think about at that, that point, though. I was uh, I, my eyes were rolling so hard I couldn't hear anything. I didn't catch till the second time. I was like, oh fuck me, that's it. I yeah. Um, my worst line uh, actually was what you talked about earlier. And any time they made a completely insensitive, borderline racist comment about Chica in referring to tasting her sushi. They do that so many times, but they also make other jokes about chopsticks and Godzilla and, like, just any random Asian reference they could think of, but it was all completely tilted to a some kind of sexual reference. Yeah. And it just... And they never did it for Mariana. They didn't. But they no. did it for Chica. They, no. Well, she didn't have enough care. Well, Mariana never went outside the boundary of the commune, apparently. Yeah, she wasn't allowed yeah. off that we never yeah. saw her anywhere except inside the commune. Right. Yeah. But it was the 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 other boys, the the bullies or whatever we want to call them, team A, are the ones that kept making those references. I mine I, I didn't like the tasty sushi, but the other one that I have is I got your monkey. I got your sexy monkey. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah, it's pretty on the nose. Yeah, sexy monkey, oh. sexy monkey. Oh, <laughs> that being said, it's time for would you rather. So, what would you rather do than watch this movie again, Adina? You know what? I would rather watch any other Harlan Wilson film. <laughs> including I would say no you, you say that yeah maybe I should change my answer I ironically like Freddy Got Fingered but holy shit mm. yeah god I don't know I mean that's hey that's fine I mean it's I would watch uh, a Tom Green comedy special that's what I would do so there um, me I, I would I would rather lose the ability to fart <laughs> I have never even considered <laughs> that. It'd be terrible. It would be. Oh, lordy. Ugh. I right. mean, I'm sure my wife would probably appreciate it, but wow. Okay. I, I guess, I, I mean, I already said it, but I guess I'll just say I, I would rather be fingered by Freddie <laughs> than and there uh, it is. have to okay. watch this movie again. So what did they do Two right? Two things that have to do with your ass. There you go. Excellent. <laughs> what did they do right? Uh, well, the, that one moment around the campfire. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think the casting of Diane and Taylor, yeah, that's it for me. Okay, okay. Just that one moment around the campfire and, the, and their relationship, the two of them. Judging by the, um, the outtakes during the credits, uh, it looks like uh, what they really got right is they cut out a lot of Harland Williams improv. Yeah. They could have cut out more because you hear the crew laughing at him like at those outtakes, but like they're not. It's not funny. No. I feel like it's just more like like we're gonna do this. And by crew, we mean like the three people who are also in the room right. at the time. Yeah, yeah. I, I had a tough time with this one, but I, I, it it made effort to give its main characters arcs. Now it didn't mm -hmm. do it well, but this kind of movie it would not surprise me in the slightest if they took all the character archetypes they set up and then just have them be that flat note character for the entirety of the movie. Kind of like a, 
like an Eli Roth film character or something like that, where it's like they start this way and they end this way. Larry had an arc. It wasn't that clear. It wasn't all that well done. That's but fair. He had an arc. Yeah, I agree. That, that's like, fair. Yeah. There, there was had an arc, but it right. wasn't, again. The bones of a better defined screenplay were there. Yes. It just wasn't executed well. Yeah. Huh. And that being said, Zip, it's time. The, the mahi, mahi. Flaming cinematic turd meter. <laughs> See, that was funny. The one moment that you talked about, Adina, that that moment of of just sheer loveliness yeah. uh, of by the campfire and having that moment and her with the line "You are loved here" and then her actually singing. The way that played out is the only thing saving this entire movie from the complete dumpster fire that it it was so i will give it a four that's it for another episode of it came from the bottom once again brought to you by head games entertainment your ultimate source for digital series podcast and more once again i'm jack i'm zip (laughs) next time dracula 3000 dracula